Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Oh, stomping gin. Sawtooth Frank. Well, this is going to be an interesting episode. Oh, yeah. Why it's is just that? you, me, and two special guests. Who are that? Who's they? Well, <clears throat> back by popular demand, by request, in fact, mm. are going to be Space Unicorn and Ted. Ted. Yep. Both of them will be joining us. Oh, exciting. I don't know how long they'll be joining us for, but they'll be joining us. Oh, excellent. All right. Are we ready? We are. All right. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. All right. I think that's the first time that uh, certain people have heard the new intro music. They're looking quite puzzled. Is that the first time you've heard that uh, new intro music, Space Unicorn? Um... It is actually. And what do you think of it? Um, it's new. It's 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 going. Yeah. It's a it's a thing in this world now. Should it be a thing in this world? Um, I mean, if you made it, then of course. <laughs> Correct answer. Correct answer. Okay. Uh, Ted, this is the first time you are hearing the new music. Yeah, it is. What do you think? It's different. Mm-hmm. Different is good, right? Not always. Huh. Hmm. Huh. I mean, the qu- this quarantine is different, but some would argue it's oh. not good. Well, we might just talk about the quarantine. Yeah, it's on the list of things to talk about. Oh, excellent. But, hold on. <coughs> I just ate a bunch of chocolate peanut butter cake. <laughs> So my throat is all messed up. Oh, goodness. Um, that's why I was coughing. What but kind of cake was it? Chocolate peanut butter banana cake. Oh, and what was what was the design on the cake? Oh, it was a soft serve podcast cake. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's not a joke, With by a the way. With a Sasquatch. Yeah, what else did it have on it? You tell me. I can't remember. Most Bigfoot. of the cake is gone. What, Space Unicorn? Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Sasquatch. Is that what a Bigfoot is called, a Sasquatch? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why you're Sawtooth Frank because um, Sawtooth is a um, is a place in the is like where Bigfoot. It's like the Sawtooth Forest, and it's where Bigfoot was originally spotted. Is that true? Is that yeah, true? It is. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I, I I'm I pretty sure it is. I think she just made that up. No, okay. I'm pretty sure it is. I I read it somewhere. Yeah, there's right. also some aliens on this cake. 
Yeah. Who made the cake? And there's lots of background noise because there is a dog walking around. There's cats crawling all over the place. All three of them are in this room. It's mayhem because... we're all in this room. Right, because Ted and Space Unicorn are joining us. Um, now... The cake. The cake stomping, Jen. Tell, tell us why, more about the cake. Why was there a cake? Ted, tell us why there was a cake. Oh, it was a very special occasion. What was the special occasion that Friday. we had a cake for? What what was on Friday? Uh, uh, Sawtooth Frank's birthday. <gasps> hmm. Wow. How exciting. <laughs> yeah. And how, how old How old am I turning? Oh my gosh, you're going to give them everything about you. You're old. I think people know how old I am. Who? I've said it before. 47. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now would have been a perfect time to say something like I'm 23. That's right. Yeah. But... The cake was by Cake by Pip. Cakes by Pip. Yeah, what do we think about that? They make really good cakes. They do. We get uh, we get cakes from them all the time for special occasions. Mm. That is true. We should make a jingle for Cakes by Pip. Do 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 do. If you like cakes and you like fun designs, I can tell it's the creative juices are just throwing oh, through your brain. Cakes okay. by. So you're going to make a, a jingle? I just did. That's up to you now. That's Sing it again. Assignment. Everyone be quiet. Sing it again. <laughs> I don't remember how it went. Do, 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 do. If you like cakes and you like fun designs. The beginning of it sounded like Mortal Kombat. Cakes by Pip. Just make this No? Sure. That was great, you know stomping Jen. You know what's going to get turned into a noise on the soundboard? That right there. You singing Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I could do that all day. Mortal Kombat. Oh, no, sorry. The listener engagement is just really going through the roof right I, now. I, I think we've had enough. <laughs> all right, so 47. 47. What did we do for my birthday? Does anyone remember? Um... I mean, we watched WandaVision. Go ahead. No, that was that really was not that much. Saturday. We wa- we well, Friday was a work day. Friday. Yeah. I mean, you and played video day. games. We watched uh, WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. it was like a birthday we weekend. I don't, I don't know if we should do a segment on that because maybe some people haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to talk about no, it. we're not going to talk too much about that. All it's right. Really so my though. birthday was on a Friday, right? right? Yeah. And I worked. Right. What else did I do? You played video games you with your friends. With your friends. We ate the cake, of course. Yeah, we, we had went, a cake. Um, we went, went for, for sushi. Yeah, we had sushi. Well, I didn't have sushi because I'm newly vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, what else did we what do? What did you have? Oh, um, I had vegetable udon noodles. Okay. Uh, what did what did we, what did you get for presents there, Sawtooth Frank? Hmm. Let's see if coffee. you can remember. Yeah, well, Ted just reminded coffee. me. I never birthday would have remembered. Cake coffee. Birthday <clears throat> cake coffee. Yep. Um, as space is very into brewing his own coffee. As space unicorn said, I got birthday cake flavored coffee, which is good. Yeah. From Shelburne Falls Coffee Roasters, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I think you can order that online, but they're a Western Massachusetts coffee company. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you, this gift was very planned. We uh, 
we went extensively to give you this gift. This was it was not some sort of thing that we just you know went to the farm, and kind of just saw on the shelf, and was like, oh, this would be a good present. Yeah. Oh, that's very planned. Um, you also got a poster. Correct me if I'm not wrong. What do you mean? Um, you, um, Stomping Jen got you a poster. Yeah, what poster did I get? Um, I didn't see it. Yeah, you made sure not to take it out. Something with, like, a robot. Yeah, it was a poster from somebody who's appeared on our podcast before. Mm -hmm. And we have a print that's hanging up right over there behind Stomping Jen of some keys and an ocean. And the artist is Chris Bordenka. And you can check out his stuff online. He's really awesome. We like him. And there is a print he did, a painting he did, that I really wanted a print of. So I think um, maybe Stomping Jen pulled some strings Mm -hmm. to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, Stomping Jen, this is for you. Oh, thank you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a cat ramming into the microphone. (laughs) Straight into it. Yeah, so try to just push him away and keep him away. All right. Yeah, he's an old cat. How old at this point? He's 15. When's, yeah. when's his birthday? March. March. He's a March birthday. He really doesn't want to get off the table. Pick him up and put oh, him on your lap. I think it's like March 3rd, right? Uh, yeah, so 47. Do I need to be worried? Am I coming up on... Well, because you can't remember your presence, really, so... <laughs> that's one thing to worry about. Right. Um, Is there anything that you're looking forward to next year? I mean, this this year coming up that you will be 47. What uh, do you have on your 47 before 48 hit list? Hit that, list? Yeah. That's a really you mean, good... You that, mean bucket list? Yeah. That's a really good question. Um, I haven't thought about it too much, actually. Mm-hmm. I mostly just want to maintain my trajectory of good health, I think. Continue running. Mm-hmm. Um continue working on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are good goals. Those are good I don't have much else beyond that, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's okay. What, what goals have you said, Stomping Jen? Because I, I, I know one of your main goals recently has been to score genius on the uh, New York Times puzzle. Mm. Yes, yeah. I've recently downloaded this uh, New app. York Times puzzle app trying to do brain... Improvement by exercises by doing crossword puzzles. Clearly, it's working. (laughs) Brain excellent because of New York Times puzzle. Yes, been Uh, very obsessed with this recently. Yeah, so they have this thing called the spelling bee, which is like Boggle, sort of, where you have to find words. Find words out of a given set of words. But what does that mean? Score genius. I don't even know what it's that like, means. It's like the more words it's a streak you get. of words. Like yeah. it's if you're on a streak like you get one with you get one word without being wrong, two words without no, being No, no, no. You don't get I mean, wrong or right. You just have to find I mean, as many as you can. Yeah. And the more words you find, the more points you get. Yeah. That's it. Yes. And then there's um a special word for every puzzle. It's called the panogram, which means that you've used every letter in the puzzle. And there always has to, and there's a middle letter that you have to use in every word. Yes. So, um, Space Unicorn and Ted have been helping me daily with my puzzle. And uh, I'm sure you can hear the podcat right now, who has decided to be very close to the microphone. That's okay. Do we know the podcat's name? 
That's okay. Yeah, you can say his name. Go ahead. Okay, Ichabod, get off the table. Uh, he's not going to go. <laughs> yeah, it looks so, like he's deciding to lay down. Yeah, I don't have a lot of upcoming goals. I'm just trying to stay healthy, stay motivated, trying to make it through the pandemic. Are we going to talk about the pandemic? It's coming up on the year anniversary. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about it. What do you guys think? We've been in lockdown for a year. Has it been a year yet? I don't think it's been mm-hmm. exactly a year. Yeah, well, Saturday. It will be a year. What's the date today? March what? March 7th. 7th. Yeah, so it will be um, six days. It'll be a year. So, so how many? So there's like 365 days in a year, right? Mm-hmm. So, um... Okay, so um, we've been in quarantine. You just didn't know when we've gone into quarantine. We've been in quarantine for 359 days. days. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, well, it's definitely an achievement. I mean, achievement. not everyone gets to live through a major pandemic in their lives. And so that's something that everyone looks forward to. Great <laughs> achievement. But Space Unicorn, has there been anything positive out of it? Why don't we um, look been, at it from that perspective? I've been getting to spend more time with my family. <clears throat> is that a good thing? It is a good thing because uh, I feel like we've been able to connect more. Yeah. And how have we been able to connect more? Um, we've been spending more time together. Have yeah. we? We have. In what way? Um, we've been going on walks together and doing family TV viewing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's so, nothing wrong with yeah. viewing TV together. I mean, there can be some downsides. Or like what? Being lazy. That's okay. Which. It's okay because you can do other things while you're not watching TV with your family. I mean, yeah. All right. Um, moving on. But what have been, so what have, so those have been some good things. What has, what has been challenging for you? Um, for me, school, just for me, school in general. Um, I know that we're going hybrid. We're going back to hybrid soon, but. It's just a little difficult because, like, you know, um, it's harder to focus, and like, you don't, and not, you don't always get the help you need right away. Yeah. And I know it's been harder for the teachers. Hmm. What been, What do you think's been harder for them? Um, making sure everyone comes to class on attendance, and like, just assigning work, forgetting to assigning work, assigning the wrong work for different classes. Now, you're going to be going back to hybrid um, in a few weeks. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I feel like it'll be easier, but um, that might not turn out how I thought it would because, you know, um, things aren't always what you want them to be. So that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Ted? What have been some challenges for you? Oh, I really should have been thinking about these questions. I should have seen this coming. I've just been so distracted by the podcat who's hitting his <laughs> tail against the wall. He's high up on it. a shelf chasing his tail. Now yes. He's, he's currently Right. Can you uh, restate the tail. question? Uh, what's been challenging for you over the last year with the pandemic and being in lockdown? That's a really hard question. I haven't found many difficulties. Um, and then the, the only potential one could be school, right? But... 
I don't know if that just comes naturally with moving up a grade, but so it's just hard to kind of know where I'm struggling because I don't have much to compare it against. For example, you guys pretty much have pretty repetitive lives after school, right? You guys get a job, right? And do pretty much the same thing. So you have you have like years to compare against. Every year is kind of changing for me. Hmm. Okay. What I'm saying is there's never like really a standard normal for me. Yeah, but there were like things that got canceled over the course of the year that you guys were looking forward there to. There was there were summer camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I, I, were... I guess I've missed pretty much uh, like 40% of middle school, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But the good news is we'll be returning to normal soon, right? About, this summer. About fully. another year. No, before that, you're going to be going back to summer camp. Maybe like nine months, possibly. Like for it to be like, well, about a year for things to like start like, like for people to start feeling more comfortable without wearing masks and stuff, if COVID does end by a ten month mark. Nothing yeah, fine, normal. But I mean, it's not going to be much skin off of your back, right? To put a mask on when you go into a store. Yeah, no. But like, my main concern is like, um, is if it shoots right back up after we think it's gone or. Yeah. Or vaccines don't work well they'll, they'll probably have to vaccinate against it every year if it continues to mutate you know kind of like the flu or like developing vaccines for younger children and teens they're in the process of doing that right now actually i have um thanks ted <laughs> yeah it's I true. mean, he's technically correct. They're still working on that. I yeah, know. I have, a, I have a friend who volunteered to be one of the um, guinea pigs. No, <laughs> one of the people who are uh, also testing the vaccine in a trial. But he does, trial. Yeah, but he doesn't know whether or not he got the actual vaccine or a placebo. Yeah. So that that'll be fun. Yeah. See the result. Yeah. What are you guys? What challenges have you guys faced? Well, let's see. We don't get to see our friends and do things the way that we were accustomed to for a good portion of our lives. Like yeah. what? Um, go out to restaurants, go to concerts, go to the movies. Do you do you think you'll still have the same desire to do those things after the pandemic? Um, maybe differently. Um, you know, going to see family, going in other people's houses. That's been really challenging. Um, There's been some good stuff, though. We did some um, interesting, fun, new activities over the course of the year. We did a lot of outdoor walking. A lot of walking. uh, Hiking. And we got paddle boards and kayaks. And we did a lot of water sports this summer. Unfortunately, though, with winter, really, all you can do is go for hikes. And some days it gets way too cold. Some days it gets too cold. I agree. That's been a little challenging. Go ahead, Space Unicorn. Um, well, considering we've been in the pandemic, we've been saving a lot of money, like by mm-hmm. not going out to a restaurant and not going to the movie theaters, which mm-hmm. was sometimes a two week thing or a one week thing. We, we did go to the movies a lot. We did. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of money, but um, we've definitely been saving some money. Mm-hmm. We also have been saving because we don't use our cars, so we don't use any gas practically. Yeah, but our electric 
electric bill, electric bill, I can't talk, um, has gone up mm-hmm. um, a little bit, but it's still better than going to the movies and stuff. Yeah. So, we're definitely saving um, a lot of money in that way. Yeah, we saved a lot of time because we had to drive a lot before the pandemic. We drove a yep. lot. Half an hour to school. Mm-hmm. Half an hour back. Yeah. How about busy activities, yeah. And how about you, Southeast Frank? Any challenges? Any challenges? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the same challenges that Stomping Jen here has articulated, but as time goes on, I don't view them as being challenges so much anymore. Like, I'm not eager to go back to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm not eager to go back to movie theaters. In fact, I don't know if I'll ever really want to do any of those things again. I'm completely happy getting takeout. Mm-hmm. I'm happy watching movies at home and paying 30 bucks <laughs> to get the movie on early release versus paying 70 right. to go to a movie. So I just want to mention that my headphones <clears throat> were in backwards. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> For the first 20 minutes. Yeah, really? Spelling really? The, the smelling brain, the spelling okay. game is really, really exercising your brain here. Remember, one at a time, okay? Um, I just realized that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... The biggest challenge for me has mostly been related to not being able to spend time in physical space with people. Mm-hmm. That I miss. Yeah, I miss the freedom of moving around. I miss the freedom of um, not just feeling like I'm constantly having to worry about mm-hmm. this darn virus. Yeah. You know, will I feel differently... No. After more people are vaccinated, after I'm vaccinated, I don't know. But yeah. um, certainly looking forward to this summer when they predict more people will be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, you know, people can start getting together again. Mm-hmm. That's my hope. Yeah. Yep. So I, I know, for example, right, that um, you've been doing quite a lot more interviews on the podcast as opposed to like the old format. Mm-hmm. Do you think this was uh, kind of brought about by the pandemic? I'm not entirely sure about when that really happened, but how, how do you think the uh, pandemic has affected your podcasting? Hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Stomping Jen? Yeah, I mean, it got us uh, into thinking about the format a little bit differently. We did a little bit more interviewing, um, reaching out to people to talk to them about different topics, and then just trying to get to know people and what they're up to and um, being able to do it via this remote technology has been really helpful. Yeah. And prior, prior to the pandemic hitting, one of the things we had wanted to do was get a little studio space. Right. And I don't know, I don't know if it would have been easier or harder for some of the people we've interviewed to get to that studio space. Yeah. For us to be able to do interviews. So Yeah. Um, I do feel like you though you lose something in not meeting people in person. Yeah. And sitting with them and talking to them. But um I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I might do a mix when we can when we can start having people in studio. 
Yeah, but I think the pandemic present definitely presented an opportunity um, to be able to connect with more people, mm-hmm. um, you know, remotely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We've talked to a lot of interesting people. Yeah. Are you uh, looking forward to going back to like a standard work environment? Sawtooth? <laughs> Me, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. But maybe. I mean, when I'm working, I'm moving around. I work a lot less if I have to actually go to my workplace. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I probably work three times as much because I'm not walking between not walking between meetings i'm not um you know having to do all the typical stuff that fills up time during the day when you are on site stop stopping to talk to people right it's weird because like you get all this time back but then you end up filling a lot of that time with tasks one of the, one of the things I think I've noticed the most about how the pandemic has affected our like daily lives is our utilization of space, right? Like um, before the pandemic hit, and um, uh, not actually that really that long ago, right? Uh, a lot of the space, a lot of the spaces in our house weren't utilized as much uh, um, as they currently are. As you know, you don't have to be here every day. Right. If you're out at school or out somewhere and then you come back, right, usually, you know, you go to bed. But we've been utilizing some of the places that we have now, renovating, right, sun porch, uh, thinking about doing the basement, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, the sun porch is now Space Unicorn's classroom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even even the, uh, even where we currently are, the studio, you've kind of renovated into more of a... Office space. Workspace, uh, studio. It's yep. very nice in here. Pictures everywhere. Mm-hmm. Lots of art in here. We invested in a lot of art this past year. Yeah, what did you say, Space Unicorn? Pop Funkos. What are Pop Funkos? Um, they're like bobbleheads, but not bobbleheads. They're just figures from like movies and TV shows and like all your favorites and stuff. Yeah. With big heads. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good description. I'd say it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. 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 We, and they have, like, different designs and stuff. I'm looking at a Hello Kitty right one right yes. now, which I'm mad at Stomping Jen for not telling me that she bought one. Yes. We had this big argument earlier today, or yesterday. It was yesterday. About Hello Kitty. What about it? What was the argument? So, when Space Unicorn was an infant... I had decorated her nursery with all sorts of Paul Frank and Hello Kitty. Oh, I remember this. Lots and lots and lots and lots of Hello Kitties. And when she was a little older, she had a huge Hello Kitty stuffed animal collection. Uh Uh-huh. She had many, 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 many. I remember. I had about 20. No, you had more. And uh, at some point, she declared she was off of Hello Kitty. I'm not off of Hello Kitty. You can't ever be off of Hello Kitty. And decided to rid herself of every evidence that she ever enjoyed Hello Kitty. Didn't we donate those 40 Hello Kitty dolls somewhere? (laughs) Yes, they're long gone. And so, me, I've never 
pretended to not like Hello Kitty ever in my I, life. I absolutely love Hello Kitty, but but I but I think we did a good thing because I probably wasn't gonna play with those Hello Kitty dolls ever again. I would probably use them as decoration, but that now some per- other perfectly some okay. other um, little kid uh-huh. it could be enjoying them right now. Yes, but now she has declared that she is upset. That I purchased a Hello Kitty Pop Funko, and she has said that she alone is the only one that can oh. like Hello Kitty. Huh. That but is not what I said. However, I only said this, that. This feels I, pretty similar to the however, conundrum. <laughs> I, being me, always being obsessed with Hello Kitty and things like Paul Frank and Tokidoki and all that. You kind have of never. Stuff. I, I'm. Tokidoki's a new thing. I. You don't, there's there's no way you can possibly like it more than me. I have 66, exactly 66 of them. And, and they are about gets tired, 12 bucks each. And when that she is like, gets tired of them, guess whose collection it's going to be? I'm never getting rid of them. I'm never getting rid of them. <laughs> she got rid of all the Hello Kitty dolls. Why do you say you're never going to get rid of them? I'm not going to get rid of them because this is a thing that I've, this is, this is my thing that I've had for about two years. This is what you said about Hello Kitties. But I was a toddler. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to elaborate. Or the Beanie Babies. What do you want to elaborate? Okay, hold on. Let's let, let's let let's, let's let let's let Ted, Ted in. let's let Ted weigh in. I um I, I said earlier this sounds a little bit like the blanket conundrum, which I'm going to explain. What is the blanket conundrum? So Space Unicorn has asserted that every blanket that comes into this house, no matter who buys it, right. Or what Auto- its intended use is <laughs> for. What its intended use is for, automatically, for Space Unicorn. This sounds very similar. I'm feel- I'm hearing some very similar tones. Now, Space Unicorn, you think this is funny. Would you care to comment on this? Do you, in fact, do you, in fact, view every blanket that comes into this house as yours? Um, I may or may not be using a stolen blanket. You may be using what? I may or may not... Um, be using a stolen blanket at this very moment. I see. I see a blanket wrapped around your waist. Uh, where did that blanket come from? Well, it was originally intended as a couch throw. Uh huh. Came from the couch. How many? How many? How many? You know, I often find myself in the position of having to make your bed every night. No. And you have probably nine blankets on it. More. Twenty pillows. How many blankets does a person need? Um, um. Let's see. This is a very intense question. I'd say about fifty. Fifty blankets. Fifty no. blankets per person. Huh. Um. Is this a problem, Stomping Jim? <laughs> is this something <laughs> we have to? If, if, if you, if you. If you think that my blanket collection is a problem, then you should see my pillow collection. Yeah. How many pillows do you have? Um, 24. How many uh, blankets is enough blankets? Is that the question? Yeah. 50. Um, I think four is too many. <laughs> um, but she well, does have the coldest room in the house. She does. I, I do. Not she does. by much. I, but when we go in there in I the morning, do. a lot of the blankets are on... Um, the floor. I, I just like to comment. My, my okay. My room's my room's temperature has not been measured, and it would make sense for it to be the coldest, considering the fact that it has two windows, so it has a higher surface area to the outside, and it is a it is a larger room. You have in, two heat registers in your room. Okay. 
Yeah, you get more heat and you get a higher exchange of air in and your, your room. And your room right. is directly on top of a pellet stove that runs all night long. It's not much colder than the one in your room. Mm-hmm. Not really. I she had went to, downstairs down I, I, to the office, So I had to, have, I had to have a thermal thing installed in my room <laughs> so we could what's track... A, what's a thermal thing? Do you mean a sensor? A, a sensor, a thermostat, yeah. so we could track the temperature of my room in case it got too cold. Yeah, I, I, I'm keeping on top of that. I monitor the temperature of your room very closely. Indeed, you do. Thank you. Very closely. Thank you, Sawtooth Frank. (laughs) Um, I'm sure Space Unicorn appreciates that. All right, so Space Unicorn, we can all expect you to lose interest in Tokidokis like you did Hello Mm -hmm. Kitty, and mom mom will be mom will be the recipient. No, no. Yeah. I. This will never happen. Awesome. (laughs) That was the podcast. Okay. I declare myself the inheritor of all the toys in the house. Nope. Yep. That is not happening. Yes. They're all going to be mine. No. Shh. You please stop blowing out the mic. I, I, I apologize. All right. I'm just... When you abandon all your toys when you go off to college, like Toy Story, was it two... When he goes to college, well, yeah. Andy Andy brings Woody with him. No, he, he tries to. He tries to. Yeah, but all the other toys I that doubt, left behind. I I. I'm sure you'll have something that you want to bring to college. I'm sure there will be other things that you don't want. Your blankets. <laughs> all right, you all can bring your blankets. Stolen blankets. You can bring and your, your blankets. My collection and my she future. Goes off to college. And my and my future Hello Kitty Doc Martens. Okay, I'm just gonna also tell you. If you go into the Air Force, you're going to be allowed a duffel bag's worth of stuff to take with you. If you decide... Doki-dokis will not be in there. If Space Unicorn decides to go to college, you can expect to have to buy quite a few more blankets when you leave. <laughs> but but um, if I do go into the Air Force, I'm going to eventually come back to get my stuff. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. All right. You will return for the And I will visit my childhood bedroom Mm -hmm. Mm. do you know that she has declared also that uh she needs a pair of hello kitty doc martens i didn't know that i Mm -hmm. am going to buy them me neither how are you going to buy them do you have money i do have money i have a bank thingy in my mother's phone (laughs) and she spends allowance as fast as she can on Um, i have an allowance and i have pocket money okay all right. Um, so these cats have been a significant distraction all throughout this podcast. Um, and somebody on the internet requested a update on our cats. So <laughs> um, oh anybody want to give one? Yes, um, I would love to. I would gladly. Uh, let's let Ted go first. All right. So uh, podcast number one, Dagger. Um, the one causing the most problems here has already knocked about three things off the shelf has caused quite a bit of distraction and is and is overall j- just as happy as ever um now this cat um in addition to being an incredibly disruptive presence during this podcast mm-hmm. this cat experiences frequent vomiting <laughs> this is true uh, and mostly we think because he eats too fast and too much it's possible also the loudest cat may i add so we have a theory, right? Are we going to talk about the thing? 
What so thing? We, I, I we even... adopted these black and white tuxedo cats. Mm-hmm. They're brothers. Sullivan, Sullivan and Dagger. Yeah. We've had them about three years. And their personalities are... Polar opposites. Quite. They do a lot of the same things, but they do a lot of things differently. But recently what we discovered is that Dagger is a day lap cat. Daytime kitty. He's like a daytime kitty. Right. And Sullivan is like a nighttime Nighttime kitty. kitty. Yeah. That's what we've decided. And he's a real creep. (laughs) we We talked about this on a previous podcast where he keeps me awake all night by... Um, crawling on top of me um, and licking my fingers with his long, slimy tongue all night long. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Yeah. And he's got an unusually long tongue. <laughs> and so when he licks my hands, his tongue like snakes its way between my fingers and it gets underneath my hand onto my palm. Thanks for the descriptive details. Yeah. It, you, it's like he I has may a, add, have also a long and slimy tongue that can reach your chin. I mean, it's like he has a prehensile tongue. Can you can you stick your tongue out and touch your nose? No, my tongue is normal length. Oh, no, it isn't. Yeah. And, and so does this cat only do this to you? Because I've never experienced He's, this. He does uh, it to me. This, this cat does well, it to me. Let's go around and ask people. Um, Space Unicorn, does Sullivan lick your hands or other parts of your person <laughs> at night? Um, he licks my fingers and my face. Okay. He licks your face? He does lick my face. All right, Stomping Jen, yes. does Sullivan lick you? Mm, not like you're describing, um, he does stick his head into my hand and, like, you know, does the nudging, okay. like, pet me. May- okay, because he washes me all night long <laughs> for some may- reason. May I add something? Go ahead. Um, another unusual thing about this cat is that he has what I'd like to call two personalities. What do you mean? Um, so sometimes when you're petting him and he's enjoying it, um, he's all sweet, then he just... Gets like a strike and he swats at you or tries to bite you. Yeah. And it's super weird because like he's purring and stuff and yeah. then he just becomes all toxic. He has an odd temperament. He has explosive rage disorder. Um, um, he also enjoys being under covers. Yeah, we'll talk about that in one second. Yeah. Ted, so, Ted, do you experience this mm, licking behavior? Not at all. I'm assuming this means I'm the grossest of the bunch. <laughs> Why? It doesn't lick me at all. Well, no, I would, I would, I would tend to, I would <laughs> offer that you are the cleanest because I he isn't trying to groom you. I, this is true. I may also, add, can, can I, can, I, think, can I continue my update of the cats at any point? Can, uh, hold on. Can I say we're taking them one at a time? Um, to one at a time. Just may I say go ahead. first? So I think he, um, I think he's getting ready to eat us. He's tasting us. Oh, All right. So, uh, Ted, what did you want to say? I would I would have liked to continue my update on all three of the cats. Yeah, okay. we're, we're working on it. We're doing one cat right now. We're talking about I was Sullivan. Talking about Dagger, and then you guys started talking about Sullivan, licking you guys at night. So I, I didn't even finish my update on Dagger. All right, all right. Let's go back to Ted's update on the cats. Okay, go ahead. 
All right. You can lead the cat conversation. Go ahead. This now, Ted's update on the cats. Okay, let's 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 let Ted go ahead, please. So in addition to all the things previously said about um, Dagger, they they also are quite loud. So I don't I don't know if oh, this yeah. has ever been discussed on the podcast ever, but Dagger is the loudest cat I've ever met. I swear. <laughs> I, you'll be at the top of the house in your in your bedroom, and they could be in the basement, and you would hear them clear as day. Absolutely. What does they sound like? Uh, it's, it's so loud, my mind just can't comprehend <laughs> it. Every time I hear them, it just f- fills my head with sounds. <laughs> All right, and I have the next cat, um, Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, as you've heard, very occupied with licking people while they sleep <laughs> mm-hmm. during the day they like to sit on top of the cat tree we have um perched there if you mm-hmm. ever walk near it you can expect to be attacked yep he does attack people walking by this is true hold on space unicorn you're laughing at that why is that funny <laughs> talking to the microphone please um i just find it funny um why because he's such an odd cat as I mentioned, he has two personalities. Right. Okay, so you think it's funny that he um, attacks people for no reason. He sits on that <laughs> perch and watches. <laughs> and, and tries to kill you mm-hmm. because he's tasted your skin molecule. Because he's slurped up your <laughs> dry skin molecules. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Ted, go ahead. Continue. Please continue. And then finally, we have uh, Ichabod. It was the original nuisance at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Ichabod is still quite large, just as ever. Um, very big cat, by the way. Um, generally, has been pretty happy. Uh, enjoys being pet. Pretty simple cat. So. How old is he? Um, one year older than me, so that makes him 14. Mm-hmm. 15. He's about to be 15. About to be 15. They're 14. Very soon, he's... We don't know his 15. actual birth date. He was well, born the one, in March. Why not 14? Because you will you, be 14. You are turning 14, and, we and he's got a year, ahead, a year of ahead of you. And he was born a few months before you. Yeah. All right. So, um, then, okay, 15. Yeah, he's 15. He's, yeah, we think he was born in March. Yeah, he was born in March. should ask that computer what the life expectancy of a cat is. Let's not. I don't we like to think about did. cats dying. The life expectancy... Go ahead, It's Space It's about porn. 14 to... It's about 14 to 17, Okay, so, and we had a cat that lived over 20 years, so... 19. Raw, 19. Yeah. Ramen, Ramen noodles. noodles. The sun go- How old was Ramen it? noodles, the sun god. He was 19. What? Yeah, he was old. He was 19. We don't really know how old he, he was. He was 19. We're making a lot of presumptions He was 19. Here. Okay. He was old, though. He was an old cat. Quite an old cat. We okay. had him a very long time. All right, anything else we want to say about these cats? Well, um, Dagger seems to have settled down up on top of the shelf there. You mean right now, at this moment? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sullivan is on the ottoman on the dog bed, yeah. staring at us. Overall, they're pretty good cats. Do we still think it's a good idea to have cats? I like having cats. Um, Space unicorn. I think that cats are objectively better than dogs. Why are they objectively better than dogs? Um, I mean, they're... Pretty easier to take care of. So you can pick them up. They're easier to take care of because, like, they don't really do anything. They just sleep. Mm, they don't require and much of you. Like your, 
molecules. And that's that's what I don't understand with people people's arguments for cats, right? I don't I don't really care about like um, comparing either of them. And but. they're supposed to be quieter. Cough, cough, dagger. Yeah. Okay. So, Ted, what were you saying? I was saying, um, and one of the arguments, that's one of the arguments I don't actually get about um, when people argue cats are better than dogs. I don't, by the way, uh, agree with either of them. I don't really care that much. But is, 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 this, is this just so you can have something lazier than you around? Like, what is the, yes. is the reasoning? No, I mean, do you not enjoy having the cat? I, I mean, I, I feel like arguing, which is better, right? It takes less work, Well, okay, right? okay, without argument, when you have a house or a place of your own, will you decide to have any animals? Probably not. All right, what do you want to say, Space so, Unicorn? So, um, when I was a little younger, mm-hmm. I had... How old are you now? Um... Right now, I'm 10, okay. turning 11, okay. pretty soon. Um, I wanted to have 1,000 cats in my mansion with 1,000 rooms. Right. <laughs> and, and I wanted it to be a lake house where Sawtooth and Stomping Jen could live in and take care of my cats. <laughs> I'm still all for this, by the way, if you want to make that happen. Yeah. Um, considering that I um, have a different... Um, that I have a different, um, I have a different, like, thought in what career I would like to have when I'm older. Um, when I was younger, I wanted to be an actress, um, singer, pet, pet, vet. I can recap. I remember very vividly. <laughs> Let's let her finish. Go ahead. Um, I wanted to be a, des- a fashion designer, model, singer, actress, vet, um, Pet fundraiser donator person. Um, I'll let I'll let Ted recap. Right, I remember this very vividly. Fashionista, clothing designer, superstar pop model, uh, who sings and raises money for animals while being a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the best part of all that was the lake house for Stomping Jen and I to live in. And yes. I'll take care of I'll take care of all of that cats if you still want to make that happen. And sentence yeah. you um, to an attorney I, of shoveling. I honestly boxes. don't think I'll have enough money to do that when I'm older. It'll keep me nimble. It'll keep me keep my core strong. Mm-hmm. It's good cardiovascular work. <laughs> I'll do it. I find it so shoveling interesting her. that Ted has declared he doesn't think he'll have pets when he's older. I think he'll be a bird person. A bird person. <laughs> a birds bird last, person. Oh, birds last birds. forever. <laughs> I think I'm he's gonna be. He's bird. gonna be a bird person. A bird person. A bird person. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be a bird person. Maybe, maybe a farm person hmm. with cows and horses and chickens. And- a farm person? Are you? Do you mean a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have decided, Sawtooth Frank, right? We have the dog as uh, an experiment, but (laughs) (laughs) we decided, are we going to have a dog again? I'd like to have another dog. Um, Maybe when there's no kids living in the house. I'd I'd like to have another dog again. Um, They're good companions. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I like the dog. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, They're amazing companions. They'll um, keep, I, keep the ground I, fertilized I, I, for you. I, I, um, I honestly just, I, I'd like to 
at least I'd like to have another dog living in this household. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see. I don't know about that. All right. I think that's enough. I think that's enough cat and pet talk. Now, another question that came up on the internet that people wanted you to talk about and get your thoughts on was this idea of nature versus nurture. Do you know what that is? Yes. Not really. All right. So it, um, let me try to explain this to you, Space Unicorn. Um, it's the idea that people are basically either born good or bad, or they're made good or bad by the way they're raised. Right? Do you get it? Yeah. So nurture is the raised and the... Yeah. Nature, nature is... is it's within born. you. Right. So, um, Ted, what do you think about this? Is there no middle ground? Or well, are you asking which, which is more? I'm asking your thoughts on it. So if okay. your thoughts are that there's middle ground, then share I, that I, with I us. I think that it is in between. Um, I, um, I believe so because, you know, there... There is a certain ways that if you're born, you can have tendencies towards things. Um, also, I think I think nurture though is qu- quite a, quite a larger factor in that entire equation. Okay. As um, p- putting putting any just just born uh, child in a situation will shape them pretty similarly to any other in the same situation. Okay, thank you. Um, Space Unicorn, what are your thoughts about Um, this? I think it's definitely nurture, just because, like, uh, so I've heard that, like, I've heard a lot from both movies and books and, um, in, like, real life that, like, um, people, like, bullies, um, might not, um, may bully you because, um, they might not be happy with themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or they might not be, or they might hate themselves more and they want to bully you to make you feel better, to make them feel better. Okay. All right. Uh, Stomping Jen, mm-hmm. um, those are some good ideas, Space Unicorn. What are your thoughts on nature versus nurture? Hmm. Uh, I think both are at play. Mm-hmm. Because I think people are born with certain personality traits. Um, and then... Uh, how they're raised can either enhance or detract from some of those ideas, I think. Okay. What do you think? Um, It's pretty simple uh, for me. Um, What I think is this. Um, So if our children um, turn out good, then it's obviously nurture. Nurture. (laughs) If they turn out bad, it's obviously nature. Got it. Very simple in my mind. Um, I accept no responsibility. Got it. Unless it's good. Got it. <laughs> unless the outcomes are good. Where would you put me and Ted? Uh, right now, we're on a very um, strong um, nurture track. <laughs> so, um, because of um, my excellent parenting and um, stomping Jens to a degree, both of you are turning out. Very good. How, how would you define good? Wait, wait until the emo phase. Wait, is there an emo phase coming? Or are you are you trying to like? Are, are you? What are you trying to tell us, Space <laughs> Unicorn? Are you preparing I, for an emo phase no, of some I, kind? I, I'm just making a joke. Just I, 
Wait for them to start buying black clothing. <laughs> can we can we expect a hillbilly phase? Um, Turkey in the Go ahead, tell us, try. This song. Space Unicorn is dancing <laughs> around. Uh, will there be a hillbilly um, phase? Um, I mean. I, I'm just joking. Uh, so, um, what are you trying to say, Space Unicorn? That um, there may be difficulties ahead. Um. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for all you know, I could turn out to be an assassin. An emo assassin? <laughs> okay. But, but I'm on the path of becoming an asset engineer. I concur. I think, I think you're on a good trajectory. Um, trajectory? Yeah. Get it? Because <laughs> um, you said NASA. And clearly I'm becoming a comedian. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Um, Can we get a bidding for that? Stomping Jen, what was your position on this what? again? I don't know what we're talking about. Nature anymore. versus nurture. All right, let's move on. New topic. Okay. New topic. Um, New topic. All right, somebody also wanted us to. Uh, they wanted to know your thoughts on um, aliens. Me? Anyone? I I need to talk about this. All right, go I, ahead. I I need to. Okay, aliens are real. It's kind of like. It's kind of like, just, like, kind of, we can't be alone in this universe. Why? I mean, why why like, are they real and I why mean, can't we be alone? If, if we if we were a life form that was sustainable and in the cause of the Big Bang and we slowly evolved, there's a most indefinite chance that there were other life forms on other planets that slowly evolved to where they are. And, um... And the government, I think, found um, found these ships taking pictures around the Earth and stuff, but they weren't powered by a life form. They were technology. Okay. Um, and they weren't were most definitely not from our planet. I, I agree with you on a number of things you said, Space Unicorn. I'll come back to it in a moment. Uh, Ted, what are your thoughts on aliens? What do you oh, have to think um, say I'm about sure that? I'm sure there are aliens, but I don't think there's any sort of intelligent life out there. I mean, it's a very good niche that we've adapted into, but there have been others that have been equally as successful. I feel like this could also be like, you know us evolving into like um an intelligent species and that being our advantage that was that was that evolution tree was already fraught with peril there were many times where we almost went extinct anyway so i think it's pretty lucky that we became a uh self-sustaining intelligent species capable of you know uh uh interplanetary travel at least so f no no not interplanetary sure yet. we've traveled to other planets with no, technology we sure we have we've sent to mars we've human beings have walked on the moon that's another that's not a different planet it is a interplanetary body um we're working on going to mars per right, perseverance sure. successfully made its landing a few weeks ago yeah and um and it's really interesting that actually mars was a really watery planet um, but something dried it up and because they found clay and Perseverance actually landed in a big ancient lake. Let's um, let Ted finish his thoughts. All right. Anyway, I think I think it's unlikely that there is other intelligent life out there. Um, I don't know the actual statistics behind it. I'm sure someone has a pretty good argument for there being intelligent life, but I'm pretty sure there are plenty of reasons for um, other alien uh, alien life forms not to evolve into an intelligent species that we should actually really care about. 
Yeah, uh, here are my thoughts on this. I think within the next five years, it's going to be revealed to us that not only is there intelligent life elsewhere in the universe, it is actively visiting us. Um, our own federal government um, has all but admitted this um, in a number of different ways. Um, they have an active, ongoing, um, unidentified aerial phenomenon called UAP um, task force that is um, constantly collecting and analyzing um, video and photographic evidence of these crafts that are currently visiting our planet. Um, they are observed to come in and out of the water, they fly around in our airspace, and they have no known system of propulsion that we can identify. Um, the Navy has recorded several videos of these things, they've released them to the public, and they've said, these are real videos. We don't know what is in these videos. They demonstrate no propulsion system known to humankind that we're aware of. Um, so we've all but had our own government admit that we are being visited by these crafts. Now, um, are they... Um, occupied by some kind of biological life form. Who knows? Are they drones? Who knows? Um, but our own government has told us they likely do not originate from this planet. That is that is mind blowing. So there's um, that. Hold wait, on, one one minute, Space Unicorn. I just want to finish. Um, and we've had a number of people testify to the fact that they um, have seen these crafts, they've worked on crafts that have been recovered, and they've gone so far as to explain how they work, right? Um, because um, some of these people are involved in the reverse engineering of the propulsion system. So we know a great deal about these things. Um, so I'm in the Aliens Exist camp. They are sending crafts to our planet right now as we speak uh space unicorn so um so i agree but wasn't there this like guy who um possibly found a uh, new element um yeah uh, and that, like yeah if that element contained infinite in energy then we may have then we might, might have to rewrite physics which yep. is really interesting that element um that person's name is bob lazar he is one of the people who claims to have worked on these crafts and been involved in reverse engineering the propulsion system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, I, and how, how that craft works is by warping uh, the gravitational field around the craft. So it is, um, it falls forward through space at incredibly rapid speeds. Uh, um, Ted. Ted. How do you think something would, um, would warp gravity? Wouldn't it have to be pretty massive? Well, Space Unicorn mentioned it. Um, the hypothesis is that this element um, contained in the alien propulsion system that is probably plentiful on the home planet of whatever um, originated these crafts and uses it as a propulsion system, um, this element is plentiful on there and has properties that enable it to... Um, affect gravity. 
So do you think all our current understanding of physics could be entirely wrong? Uh, I don't think it's no. wrong. I think it might change some of our understandings of physics. And I will say this. Um, there's nothing about this proposed uh, alien propulsion system that changes our understanding of physics. Wow. It, 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 it is entirely within our current understanding of how physics works. Uh, we'll go to Space Unicorn, then back to Ted. All right, so um, I know this is, like, kind of similar, but I've recently been, like, looking to these other dimensions um, facts. So, basically, like, there's the first dimension, left and right, you know, flat, left and right. Can only move left and right. The second dimension, up, down, left, yeah. right, flat. Um, our dimension, the 3D, um, diagonal, up, left, right, um, and forward and back and stuff, um, etc. But, so, I thought was really interesting because um, we, we recently watched, me and my, um, me and Stomping Jen recently watched a movie called Tiny Perfect Little Things. About a map of tiny the, the, perfect the, little things. Yeah, but, um, and it mentioned that, um, that this girl learned how to draw the fourth dimension and, like, um, she, um, she thought that um, we were the shadows of the fourth dimension because you know we have shadows of 2d and the 2d okay so space unicorn if i can just wrap you up on that point what you're saying is there um other dimensions might play into this somehow yeah that we don't understand okay uh ted back to you what were you gonna say well i i do believe uh when we originally discussed about this uh this um i don't know really what to call um topic yes this topic you had a uh, aliens right you had said that this could potentially create infinite energy this element which would yep. rewrite our physics because one of our prince uh, one of our main principles is that energy cannot be created or destroyed nor can mass right um what i didn't say it would create infinite energy what i said is if this element is able to generate propulsion Right, I, I do believe earlier a while ago um, you had said that. Anyways, what I, I, what what I actually said, I can correct you, is that if this element is able to drive an engine and create propulsive forces without the benefit of fossil fuels, it would change humanity. So uh, whether whether I, or not whether or not. This element itself has some kind of endemic um, limitation on how long it works before it runs out, you know, like radioactive material. I don't know. And that's one thing we won't know until the government tells us what it knows about this element. Go ahead, Space so, Unicorn, quickly, please. So I'm going to take the blame on me because I'm the one who said about if it contains infinite no. energy. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's leave it there. Uh, Stomping Jen, yes. you've not weighed I, in on aliens yet. I Please. haven't weighed in on what aliens. What are your thoughts? Um, I have little uh, mental energy devoted to the thinking about aliens. <laughs> All right. But do you think there's intelligent life out there I mean, in the universe? Our universe is so vast that it would be unlikely that there wouldn't be another um life force that has been evolved on some other planetary system somewhere. It right. just seems too large. It seems too unlikely that we're the only ones. I agree, Stomping Jen. And what do you think about the possibility? Um, well, let me even say the possibility. 
What do you think about our own government telling us it is frequently yeah. observing these unidentified aerial phenomenon, right? Crafts. Yeah. It has admitted to observing crafts that it has no known explanation for how they move around in space and they are likely extraplanetary. Yeah. Our own government has said that to us. What are your thoughts about this? I know. I haven't done as much research as you. Well, forget about research, but I'm telling you that that's what they've <laughs> said. What do you think about that? Uh, it's crazy. But until there's more like information, I'll just mm -hmm. reserve judgment. Okay. I mean, Ted, our own government has admitted these... Do you know which these, members of the government? Um, the Navy. Navy. Yeah, the Navy. All right, last comment on this, and then we've got to wrap so, up Space Unicorn. So, um, on to the government topic. So, like, um, so, I think that it's pretty interesting that the government admitted, because some people claim that the government is, like, capturing them and laser-beaming them, and they could be lizard people for all they know, and these people have crazy conspiracy theories. So, like, if they saw that they admitted to such a huge case, like, then they'd probably, like even be mind blown that they would admit to it but like this is just so huge i mean um i mean personally my my, my brain can barely compre comprehend it it's just mind-blowing okay all right um i think we've we've spent an hour and five minutes talking mm -hmm. that's probably enough don't you think was there anything else that um you wanted to address a, let's do a final go around the table Let's start with Ted. Ted, please. Any any final comments or or, or topics or anything you want to address here? Oh uh, no, not really. I could probably argue about this topic for hours. But about yeah. aliens? Are you are you saying you want to be on my alien spectacular podcast when we have it? Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Absolutely. Just a minute, Absolutely. space unicorn. We're going around the table. Okay. What was that, Ted? Absolutely not even sure. Okay. Um, Space Unicorn, any final comments or anything else you want to discuss? So, I've been recently thinking about starting my own podcast. You have? With oh. um, Sawtooth as my co-host. Um, what would that podcast be? Um, I'd call it The Rip in the Wormhole because it's basically a rip and a rip. The Rip in a Wormhole? Uh -huh. Okay, what would it be about so, your podcast? So, conspiracy theories, like hmm. aliens and um, the legend of Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, unicorns and stuff. I really like that title. Okay. The Rip in the Wormhole. The Rip in the Wormhole. Okay. Um, we'll work on that. And I think it matches my title okay but i'm not gonna do the work you have to I do know. the work i'm going to do research yeah, into all, I'm gonna, all, I'm, the all i'm gonna do is sit down here at this um at this board and turn it on and record for you you have to learn all of the stuff you have to run the show you have to prepare to do the show i'll help you i'll show you how to log in and upload the files get demoted to co-host <laughs> That's fine. I'll be co-host. Yeah, I'll be happy. To I'll be, be happy to be a co-host. This Justin. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, um, breaking break. Hold on. Breaking news. The rip in the wormhole. Breaking news. The rip in the wormhole. We have breaking news on the Soft Serve podcast. <laughs> Space Unicorn will be starting her own podcast called A Rip in the Wormhole. 
All right. So be on the lookout for that, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, stomping Jen, any yes. final thoughts? I have a final thought. Go ahead, the please. The cat has now decided at the end of this podcast to settle down on my arms. Yeah, that's dagger. <laughs> and it has dagger. now pinned me and trapped me. I can't move my head because mm-hmm. my headphones will fly out of my ears. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... Thanks for asking. Um, my final thoughts. <laughs> you're waiting. You're you're part of the go round. You're you're the host. You, you are the host. You're also a co-host. Okay. I can't do everything. Sawtooth Frank, please enlighten mm-hmm. us. What would you like to wrap up the show with? What are your final thoughts, please? Thank you. Now is um, your time <clears throat> to shine. Well, as I sit here. Two days past my 47th birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um, I'm, am I boring you, Space Unicorn? No. <laughs> that was a really loud sigh. Um, yeah, I'm just tired. It's pretty late. Yeah, well, you'll be going to bed after this. Um, no. Um, yeah, I'm grateful I made it to 47. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go a, a, a long ways longer. Um. I don't know what else to say, really. Hmm. I'm at a loss for words. That's okay. We had a long show. We had a I'm long sta- day. I'm, you know, I'm standing here, staring into the void of the future and uncertainty. The void of stopping Jen's eyes. I know. Do you see that he's staring <laughs> at me staring while he's at saying these things? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cat is like doubling down on this. And I'm looking position. at the cat. He's like totally... All right, well, down? listen, people... Um, Did he? Mm-hmm. People asked for um, Ted and Space Unicorn. And I hope we delivered. They got Ted and Space Unicorn. So that was a success. Um, To the both of you, fantastic appearance. Thank you for joining us this evening. Okay, Space Unicorn is taking over the board. Um, She's practicing for being a host. All right, so we'll go around. Everybody um, can have a chance to say goodbye in their own special way. We'll start with you, Space Unicorn. Go ahead. All right. um, At the the beginning, you mentioned that we were very special guests. I have to say, I am. I am pretty special. (laughs) I I agree. You are special. Very special. Okay, do you want to say goodbye? Do you want to say goodbye? Um, I do. Okay, um, goodbye, viewers. Thank you for tuning in on this podcast. Did you say goodbye, beavers? (laughs) Viewers, she said. Which is funny because it should be listeners because we don't... Why don't you try again? Go ahead. Um, goodbye, listeners. Thank you for tuning in on the Soft Serve Podcast. But I'm tuning out now. Goodbye. Okay, bye. See you later, uh, Ted, please. All right, bye. <laughs> okay. All right, short and to the point, and that's fine. Uh, stomping Jen. Well, we love you. Who do we love? Everyone. Mm-hmm. All our listeners. Yeah. All our non-listeners, we love you too. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day you'll be a listener and we'll love you even more. Mm, if people aren't listening by now, I'm not so sure we'll ever <laughs> love them. Mm. Uh, so make sure that you subscribe and download and share with a friend. Beautifully said. Yeah. And uh, and then we will say bye now. Yeah, we'll say bye now. And um, I'm going to say it too. We love you. Thanks for listening. Listen more. Mm-hmm. And get other people to listen, okay? Same thing I said. Yeah. Just in a different way. All right. 
And um, all right, without further ado, without further ado, bye now. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road.